G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the hardest decisions we'll ever take in life is admitting that we're wrong. And yet, I don't know about you, but I make mistakes pretty much every day. So if we ignore those mistakes, if we continue on in our stubbornness, it turns out to be, well, eventually a mess. So how do you take those tough decisions? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today, we're going to take a look at taking those tough decisions from a different perspective. And please do stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called God's Kindness Towards You, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you actually experience the grace and the mercy of God firsthand, so that you can become all that He made you to be. Sometimes in life, we have to take the tough decisions. One of the toughest must be seeing a loved one in a coma and being advised by the medical experts that it's time to turn off the life support system. I mean, can you imagine? Or a man that I know who had to make a decision whether to declare his business insolvent and put it in the hands of a receiver or to keep on trading. Tough decision. I saw a man interviewed on the news recently from somewhere in the US. A heavy piece of machinery had fallen on his foot way out in the middle of nowhere and since nobody was going to be able to find him and since he would surely die if he stayed there, he cut his toes off with his pocket knife. Now, all of those are pretty extreme, I'll grant you. Hopefully none of us will ever be placed in any of those situations in our lives, although I guess you never know. But day by day, there is one difficult decision that the vast majority of us try to avoid. It's a decision that we need to take, one we desperately need to take almost on a daily basis, but one which we almost always avoid because it feels a bit like, it feels a bit like cutting your toes off. Can you guess what that decision might be? Well, here it is. It's deciding that we've made a mistake. It's deciding that we were wrong. It's admitting to ourselves and to other people that we were wrong. Hey, we hate being wrong, most of us, don't we? Sometimes we're wrong over big things, sometimes we're wrong over little things, but the idea, the very idea of admitting that you're wrong, cutting your losses and moving on can be a really hard one to come to grips with. One of the things that I do a bit of is investing in the stock market. I'm one of those people who manages their own retirement or superannuation fund, and so part of that is invested in stocks and shares. People say to me, isn't that risky? What if you lose it all? Well, it could be, but one of the things I learned early on was that on each trade, on each share purchase, you have to set a stop loss. What's a stop loss? Exactly what the words imply. If the shares drop to a certain level, you sell in order to stop the loss. And the way I calculate my stop loss on each trade is that I set it at a level so that if I sell those shares at that stop loss price, I'll never lose more than a maximum of 2% of the overall value of my portfolio. Now, that's a great theory, but what I soon discovered is that implementing your stop losses takes nerves of steel. Because when a stock falls to the stop loss level that you've set, the hardest thing to do is to sell at that level. 
Greed cuts in. Ah, what if the stock goes up tomorrow? But the most powerful emotion is the emotion of failure and regret. I made a mistake. I got it wrong. Now I either have to crystallise my loss from paper loss into a real cash loss by selling, or perhaps I should hang on and it might get better. I've tried both, and without a shadow of a doubt, based on hard, painful experience time and time again, the best outcome is to sell early, to crystallise a small loss rather than let the stock sink and end up with a big loss. And if that's true in share trading, it's absolutely true in life as well. The quicker we can come to our senses and admit that we're wrong, cut our losses and move on, the better things are. Discovering and acting on failure quickly is by far the best policy. And in fact, that's something you'll find right there in the Bible. Have a listen with me to this. Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 11. Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me a share of the property that belongs to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and travelled to a distant land, and there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he'd spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. Now this young man would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough to spare? But here I am dying of hunger. I'll get up, I'll go to my father, I'll say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion and and ran out and put his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I'm, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to the slaves, Quick, bring out a robe, the best one. Put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and and get the fatted calf and kill it and and let's eat and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but now he's found. And they began to celebrate. You and I are often like that young man. We make some stupid choices in our lives. Have you you made some dumb choices in your life and found yourself wearing the consequences? Yeah, me too. And and just like it's hard to admit that we're wrong and say sorry to someone, even over little things, and just like it's hard to admit we're wrong and to sell a stock early when it reaches the stop-loss level, it's about 10 trillion times harder to admit that we're wrong and turn back to God. Why? Well, like the prodigal son, we have some pretty low expectations of who God is and, and what he's like, don't we? I'll get up and I'll go to my father and I'll say to him, Dad, look, I've sinned against you and and I'm not worthy to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. But, But let's give the young man in this story some serious credit. Even with this low set of expectations of his father, he still came to his senses and went. And as we saw in the rest of the story, Dad... Dad was standing out there by the letterbox every day, waiting for his lad to come home, and when he did, he raced out and kissed him and blessed him and dressed him and threw a huge party. It was a massive shindig. They killed the fatted calf, which was an incredible honour. They whacked the sound system on high, and they partied. The young man tried to give his speech, but his father wouldn't listen. His father didn't utter a single word of condemnation, nothing because his father was filled with compassion and was absolutely overjoyed that his son, who was lost, was back. 
And the whole point of Jesus telling us that story was to say, that's what my dad's like, that's what God's like. He's waiting with open arms to welcome you back. So to anyone who's sitting in an old, smelly pig pen at the moment, struggling with the decision of admitting they're wrong and turning back to God, for anyone who's considering whether they should stop the loss, crystallise the loss, cut their loss and go back to the blessing, this is what Jesus has to say to you today. Come to your senses the way the young man came to his senses in Jesus' story. Repent. Turn from the life that's robbing you of the treasures that your father has planned for you back in his house and come back to God. No condemnation, no punishment, no wagging a big stick, no lecture. Just a father, your father in heaven, who's standing out by the letterbox, craning his neck, waiting to see if you're coming back over the hill today. Just a father who wants to dress you and bless you and throw a party because you're back. As we're going to see tomorrow, this is what's going to happen the moment one sinner repents, the moment one sinner comes back to his senses and back to his dad through an earnest change of heart and change of mind and change of life, heaven's going to stop. Because you know what? It's party time. All the bad stuff that seems to happen to us in life, sometimes remembering God's kindness, let alone living in the security of his real, practical life for us, well, it's not always easy, is it? That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called God's Kindness Towards You, and it's full of life-changing, practical Bible teaching to help you actually experience the grace and mercy of God firsthand so that you can become all that he made you to be. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find a series of life application questions to help you think through and apply God's word right into the realities of your life. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or one 722 415 Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.